You are listening to the Indie Audio. This is September 2019 edition of the Independent, issue number 250. And this is Dean Patterson reading the article after the uprising. As the Puerto Rican summer draws to a close, people's assemblies spring up across the island, written by Juan C. Davila. Caguas, Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico captured the attention of the world this summer when a movement to force the resignation of the island's governor, Ricardo Rosello, mushroomed into an unstoppable force. First thousands and then tens of thousands, and finally as many as half a million people rallied and marched in the capital city of San Juan. Rosello had presided over the draconian cuts in government spending to appease the debt-ridden island's U.S. creditors. His bumbling administration had been of little help when Hurricane Maria pummeled Puerto Rico in September of 2017, killing upwards of 3,000. But the final straw for Rosello's long-suffering constituents came when hundreds of, of pages of private chats between the governor and his top aides were leaked to journalists. They revealed an arrogant, immature leader who attacked Puerto Rican activists, rival politicians, and members of his own party. The chats also included homophobic and misogynistic jokes, which Rosello constantly encouraged, and most unforgivably, there were jokes mocking Hurricane Maria victims. The Verano Boracua, Puerto Rican summer, was a underway and no amount of was underway and no amount of tear gas or baton-wielding cops could stop it. When Rosello, the son of a former governor, announced his resignation on July 24th, the crowds roared. He was succeeded by Justice Minister Wanda Vasquez, a member of his own party, who vowed not to run for office when elections are held in 2020. The protests subsided and the international media moved on to the next big headline-grabbing event. It was supposed to be the end of the story. But for some Puerto Ricans, it was just the beginning, as they looked to build power from below through popular assemblies not beholden to the island's corrupt political forces. There are now roughly 50 popular assemblies that hold public meetings in 20 cities and towns. They are promoted through social media and word of mouth. In Caguas, of 140,000 people just south of San Juan, hundreds of ra residents gather every other Sunday at dawn in the center of town to discuss national and local political questions. Among the participants are university students, unionized workers, professionals, long-time activists, and community elders. Food is shared. There are recycling initiatives and sometimes artistic performances as well. The gatherings, which last from two to three hours, begin like this. People arrive with their beach chairs, register their attendance, and then hammer out an agenda. The assembly split into working committees from that hear reports back from other groups and discuss next steps. A recurring question that hovers over these discussions is how to harness the energy that moved so many Puerto Ricans to take the streets to demand Rosello's resignation and turn it into a political and social transformation. Some assemblistas propose trying to win approval of a new constitution. Others are looking to back radical independent candidates in next year's election. Others are pressing the issue of solving Puerto Rico's political status and moving towards independence. Some objectives are long-term. Other objectives are short-term. In one recent Caguas assembly meeting, there was discussions about how to collectively support a call for general strike proposed by radical feminists if Governor Vasquez failed to call a state emergency that would address the upsurge in killings of women in recent years. We want a country that is safe for all women, says Zoan Davila, 31, a member of the feminist collective under construction which is organizing for the general strike. That's why it's important to discuss as people not only forms to remedy this, but also the importance that state duties perform. Some assembly participants are urging more of a focus on local issues. I understand that people's assemblies must have things that pertain to the whole island, but they also must be related to the needs of my town, says Nancy Santiago Cantalearia, who has proposed the assembly work to address the concerns of downtown car owners who are being ripped off by privatized parking meters that fundle 96% of the revenues to the company that runs them and just 4% to the city of Caguas. 
there's a parking meter and a public sidewalk, that money must go to the municipality so that the municipality can make improvements, Santiago Candelaria said. The issue addressed by the rural assemblies vary from one locale to the next. In Utuado, a rural town in the mountainous central region of the island, residents are concerned about deteriorating service at their town's one hospital, which has discontinued its overnight shift. In case of a, middle, a medical emergency, locals and us now travel about 30 minutes down the mountains to the coastal town of Arecibo. Assembly participants are currently discussing whether to organize a protest to demand the reopening of the hospital's third shift. In Luquillo, a coastal town on the east side of the island, the People's Assemblies has organized protests in San Juan in opposition to a government rezoning plan that will allow industrialization and commercial development in residential and environmentally protected areas. This could set a precedent that will be replicated in other parts of the island, further pushing out people from their communities. The assemblies began in the first half of August and are now moving to appoint spokespeople from each city or town to continue discussions on a shared national platform and how to continue building the movement from the ground up. Jennifer Mata Castillo, 33, a personal trainer and marketing consultant, is a spokesperson for one of the San Juan assemblies who also travels to Caguas to stay in contact with the organizers there. It's very tiresome, but a task that someone has to do, she told The Independent. From here within the next years over the next decade is going to emerge from Puerto Rico that we want and are going to design together and the people from below. The assemblies face many challenges. Sustaining a large volunteer-based movement whose members have differing objectives while operating outside of any established institutions is not easy to do. Hurricane Dorian's brush with the island in late August was a reminder that it is an era of regular Category 5 storms. People's lives could be catastrophically disrupted again. And should the assemblies grow and become more powerful, they will have to navigate relationships with entrenched politicians, their liberal allies, and NGOs that can provide access to resources, but often with strings attached. Whatever happens, the People's Assemblies represent a shift in Puerto Rican political activism and organization. They are the product of organizing by grassroots groups that predates the drive to push Rosellos out of office for many years. They are spaces where people seek to imagine something new, a future that has been denied. While combating years and years of dissatisfaction with the current political and economic system, which has only benefited the Puerto Rican elite and U.S. corporate interests.